Hello and welcome everybody to the Trial and Error podcast. We call it The Tap. I'm your host, Aaron. And as promised, as teased, I do have a new co-host to introduce. She is tiny, furry, delightful, and cute, a giant pain in my ass, and I couldn't love her anymore. Everybody, I'd like to introduce you to Kit. Little Kit Kat. Look, Look at her. Look at her. Oh, hey, Kit. But she's a cat of many names. Uh, came to me with the name Tyrion because she's kind of a, uh, what's it called? Midget's not the right word, but she's a midget cat. Uh, a stunted cat, smushed face, just a tiny little thing. Look at her little barn cat. And she's just just the cutest. Uh, technically a tabby, but uh, officially, I would say a tappy cat because it's tap. Trailing her pockets. Hey, you're all fussy. Look at her. Just only hold her up. Look at this kitty. She's going to be... Just a big uh, difference maker on this on this podcast. The the feline numbers have been down, and I'm hoping uh, Kit here can can raise them up a little bit. So she really originally wanted to call her Flop because she just flops around, lets you have have your way with her. But she's just so so cute and precious. Things will just have, be a cat with one name, but just so many different. Uh, Little little nickname. So here she is. She's the best. She's probably about four months old. You see how just tiny she is. She's fantastic, and uh, she's all, not just the coast, but the uh, segue into what this uh, episode is going to be about. And it's about cats. All about cats. Cats in my life. I'm let her. Right. Oh look at that. Just straight butthole on the tap. Look at her go. Can't censor that out. Terrible. But get okay, cat. Call him back. Kitty. Oh. Can't hold her down. Not not for not for a long time. She'll come back. Kit. Come on. She's still getting used to the house. She's very new here, but I think she's really liking her environment. But anyways, now that Kit has been introduced, um she's probably gonna come like claw up my leg, just rip my flesh from my bones, and that's okay, because she's just saying hi. And then I'll hold her up again. It's gonna be fantastic. But I just want to talk about cats in my life because I've traditionally uh, a dog person I've loved dogs still love dogs and hard to choose cats or dog I guess Sophie's choice gotta be a dog guy there's just something dogs bring to the table that are it's just unparalleled but do not sleep on cats they'll sleep on you but do not sleep on what cats can bring your life and my experience with them has been pretty fantastic I mean I've gotten my cuts and scrapes from being a cat person but it's just par for the course they're just um, scars of love right that's how cats show they love you but um let's rewind a little bit just throughout my life cats I didn't dislike them but I just wasn't really a cat guy I didn't really have uh, friends or family that had cats readily available or that were super um I'd say affectionate, they would come up and just snuggle on you because if you get one of those cats out the gate that are just super affectionate and just show you that kind of feline love, that it, you're, you're smitten because they're just so cute and tiny and precious. This cat is so much smaller than the other two cats that down at my folks' place, but oh, she's just a pint-sized cutie. Anyways, yeah, I'm total t- uh, cat dad now. Hey, Kit, get over here. Come on, get over here. People want to see you. Here she is. There she is. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you're just missing out on the cutest, cutest little kitty ever. 
But uh, didn't dislike them, but thought they were a little standoffish. You know, you have to earn their affection. And look at that belly. Mm. And um, they didn't surge into my life. They, they really didn't. See what she does. See what she does. They really didn't make a big appearance in my life till I'd say an ex-girlfriend of mine really introduced them and just how awesome they are. Uh, because at her place over, she lived over near Beale Air Force Place, old Wheatland, those goddamn pirates. Um, her family had like five cats and they're just, they're antics. And it was the first time I'd be like stuck for days on end with some cats and their antics are hilarious. Their personalities, what they do or don't do and just kind of, you can't train them. You can't, <laughs> I mean, to an extent, yeah, but they're just so independent. They're independent, which also makes them super low maintenance and because cats just love to sleep most of the time. They're vicious killers. Uh, hunters, they play with their food sometimes, little, little mouse or something like that. But cats can just be absolutely horrendously violent, but equally as um, as affectionate to their their humans. But there is one cat in particular at my ex's house named Baba Ganoush. She was deaf and cross-eyed. This yellow and white cat was just so funny, and just the noises he'd make. They they make the funniest goddamn noises. All cats. Sometimes they they'll chirp like. I, it, I'm doing a great impression, obviously, so you don't need to go to YouTube and listen to it. But cats will hunt. That's how they communicate with each other. They'll start chirping and clicking. It is just the goofiest thing. And, of course, they're purring. It's either... There, there's so many... There's so much body language with cats. With Like, their ears are pinned back a little bit. They're pissed. Uh, the purring is either good, like they're content, or they're stressed out, possibly. Um, God, what else do they do? The kneading could be like a stress reliever thing. It's like it either shows contentment or they're stressed out about something. They're they're very dynamic and they will communicate with you. You just have to, there's just so many nuances to cats. I mean, dogs too, by the way, but cats are, look at her, she's shaking the fucking tri tripod there. But, um, searching my life. All right, so beyond, yes, they are beyond entertaining. They're a little fussy, adorable. And I will say this, I mean, obviously cats are the, the kings and queens of the internet. And they know, I think they know how to be cute. It's a genetic evolution that they have learned how to be adorable in order to manipulate these humans into getting treats and goodies and pets and just, or shelter possibly and just getting what they want. They know how to be cute. They know how to be picturesque. I've taken a million pictures of this cat already knows how to be cute and I'm just a sucker for her. knows what she's doing but I've been trained within the couple of weeks she's been in my in my care and it's it's fantastic I'm gonna keep taking care of her piss me off sometimes you're trying to eat they're just so curious insatiably curious she is far more brave than she has any reason being you see her just kind of get ready to jump from the couch to like the coffee table I'm like that's a little far it's a little far, it's out your range. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. And she'll go for it. A lot of times she'll make the jump. A lot of times she won't. She'll just like hang on to like a window seal, just the frame and just look left and right. Like, oh, I'm fucked. And then she'll just slide down. Just, just learning, just learning trial and error. She's doing just jumping around and hopefully she doesn't get herself killed one of these days with her, her curiosity. But as the uh, old saying goes, so. Moving forward, moving forward. Um, 
Yeah, my axe is cat. <laughs> I guess I had this thing where cats love boxes. You can get the most, the most expensive cat tower or, or bed to sleep in and they will be content in a fucking shoebox for the rest of their life. It is incredible what these cats find entertaining. You can get them the most high-tech play toy, little distractor imaginable, or they can find a random Connect Four checker piece and just slap it around for for years on end. That'll just be their favorite thing. I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of it. It's like they know that you've spent this money on them, and yet, oh, hey, there you are. Now she wants a little attention. And yet, they just be pulling this stuff, just letting you know, like, um, I'm in charge, not you. And it's, it's just, as a cat person, as someone who's an, now a cat enthusiast, you just have to accept your role. Accept that you're there to serve them. They know it, you know it, everybody else knows it. And that might turn some people off to cats, but let them turn you up. Not in a weird way. Be turned on to cats. They're so adorable. Look at the, the tails right there. She knows what she's doing. Just get that little pooper out of here jesus it's a kid's show damn it a kid's show don't turn it off always and it does get irritating at times like you're trying to work and she'll just run all over the damn keyboard or just oh, you gonna sit you're gonna lay down there don't poop she's in a pooping stance she does lay decent turds though i'll tell you that much about well, not yet big but for her size yes knock it all over knock things over and then every time she jumps off like a higher elevation, she'll just kind of like, oof. She'll like just squeak a little bit, little little puff. Hey there. Hey there, kitty. Don't walk on the keyboard. Talk about this. This is your first episode and you're already causing a ruckus. Jesus, Kevin. Um, anyways, so yes, the, the box train. So her little, my ex's little sister would have shoe boxes tied together by a string and she'd pull it around and all five cats would find a box and just, they would just sit in it and let, let her uh, pull them all around. It was the funniest damn thing. I didn't know animals got down like that. Just a wild introduction to cats and their silliness. They're, they're just full of the sillies. They're silliness incarnate and I mean, turn off your TVs if cats are around and they're just going crazy. It's just the funniest thing. Like you, they'll ask you, are you not entertained? I'm like, no, no, I am. I am a little cat. So please keep doing what you're doing. Uh, and then eventually owned my first cat uh, with my ex. We were see, living in Santa Rosa at the time, went to pet, uh, Petco. And there's plenty of cats that you can go to an adoption center and that I highly recommend it. There's strays you can get and fix and whatnot. There's plenty of, there's no shortage of cats, I'll tell you that much. But for $50, we got this Maine Coon named Ellie. Maine Coon is a black and white cat, kind of tuxedo looking, but just super, super fluffy. And this cat, little Ellie, Oh my God, just so precious. And just really loud at first, but then just developed such a tood, such a tood. And it was just all part of a great package that was her because she was affectionate when she wanted to do. She'd play fetch with the little plastic mice we'd have. And was just a super fun cat. Loved the, the, the red dot. Luckily Max was very uh, knowledgeable of cats and how to take care of them, what to look for. And uh, it was it was just cool owning owning a cat and just having her just be around, sleep in the tower, in the room or whatever. Sometimes in the morning, like, cats will go crazy. At, like around 4 a.m., they're nocturnal they're nocturnal hunters, and so they'll get like the 4 a.m. crazies and they're just running back and forth in the house, going going full blast. And a couple of times I've 
woken up to some claws just digging into my ass as I'm like sleeping on my side and they're just going off. Sometimes your feet are attacked for no reason. They're just, they're just doing their thing. They're just doing their thing and you gotta let them do the thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm selling cats quite enough. It's just, it's all part of it. You never know what you're gonna get with them. And right now she's just chilling in my bookcase. Just a little confused. But she's learning. It's adorable and she's the whole eyes. Oh my God, she's so cute. Anyways. Um, then the outdoor cats, those are some badasses. Uh, X had who are they? Coop and Leo, these two just outdoor indoor cats. Most of the time it's been outside. Unfortunately, they got got by a bigger creature at one point. That was just, that was very sad. So it's, you run the risk, especially if you live in the country. Um, there's also, man, tales of neighborhood cats that just, the whole, like a cul de sac will just take care of this one cat. And there's one in winters, I forget his name, like Wilson or something like that. He chills out in front of uh, Steady Eddie's. Um, grinding room and Kim Unger's healing arts room and um, the pizza factory. He's just chilling up and down that uh, that street, Main Street on the sidewalk. So super super cool. Cats just they're just living their lives. They don't give a fuck. They'll roam where they want to roam, love where they want to love. Walk into a random house and you just get these random stories. Somebody told me recently that when this she was a little girl, the cat that they had was like lost. I mean, it was an out, indoor outdoor cat, but one day the cat was just gone. And then years later, I think a family a couple doors over, like, hey, we want to adopt this cat, make sure they're chipped or something. And the, the girl was in the vet clinic working or something like that. And she's like, yo, th this is my cat. Like, the cat came back and they're like, oh, well, do you want him? We're like, well, they, they, the new owners, the, like, they'd taken care of her for a while. And I don't know. It, just cat things. Just cat things. I love it. Mm. Anyways, I know I'm rambling, just going all over the place, but it's all cat-oriented. Um, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, cats. Total dingus. They're all dinguses. Um, and Bath would be funny. Maine Coon. Super fluffy cat. And then, get out of there, you dickhead. Super fluffy cat, and then put some water on her, and she would shrink to like an eighth of her size. It was the, it was so damn funny just seeing her just, no! The noises, the yelps, the, they're just bitching and complaining. We're like, oh, get over it, you. You're just a little wet. We'll dry you off. Um, wow. Yeah, that was smart. Thrills. Get out of there. Um, definitely missed that cat. Ellie was a great cat. But at the end of the day, she belonged with her mama. She's mama's girl. And that's where she stayed. Um, in that time, wow, I found uh, Tater. Let me tell you a little something about Tater. Uh, the most stoic looking cat now, he just straight murderer. He could be getting eaten by a coyote, like, ass first, and he would just be sitting there like, it is what it is, son, just get it over with her. But he was in no hurry. So, Tater, I um, found out, I was picking papers at the landfill one time, and it was, I was probably still in college, and it was, no, a little bit after college. Rainy, wet, cold, miserable, I'm just slopping through, getting, dirty plastic and paper and all this litter strewn about the landfill and by one of the makeshift um, metal walls we put out like little just to stop trash from uh, getting blown all over the place I see this kind of gross looking blob and I'm like oh god it's a cat is he dead and I was like oh no he's not dead I go up to him usually cats in the landfill will be picked up by a dump truck because they're stuck in the dumpster and they'll just get taken out a lot of they'll get, get stuck and then they'll get dumped and then they run around the landfill and a lot of times they'll get killed 
but if they're killers, survivors, savages, then the landfill is absolutely heaven for them. The Yellow County landfill, there's cats abound because it's just heaven. There's rodents, there's things to sniff and feel and, and things to dig their claws into and just living their, their best life out there. A landfill cat is the happiest cat ever. But this guy was not happy because he was about to die. He was so cold and shivering and I go up to him and he's super small. Oh, oh, you almost did it, no! You can make it, cat, come on. You can, oh, she dropped. Tried to jump on one side of the desk, just couldn't, didn't have it. Come here. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, here's my cat. Um, Tater's just sitting there, I go up to check on him and he didn't have the energy to even move. He just kind of like, uh, tried to growl at me a little bit and just intimidate me. I was like, no, I can't do this. You do not take home landfill cats. You don't do that. Not like my little brother took home Winston. This guy, oh my goodness. I was like, I gotta leave him. I should leave him. Every instinct's telling me to leave him. You don't pick up cats. And then eventually I turned around, scooped him up, took him back to the goddamn office. And there my dad like nursed him back to health. I just dried him off a little bit. We fed him some milk and some food and put him in a kennel like underneath the, the office building. It's like a modular and if he decided to walk away go back into the landfill then so be it but we gave him the option but we nursed him back to health a little bit and eventually my dad took a liking to the big dummy and this cat was so cool doesn't I don't think I've ever heard him meow not a once and he's bow-legged as hell just this little kitten and now he's he's a pretty chubby dude he's <laughs> went from the brink of death to just living like a king over at my mom and dad's house yes I pawned him off on my mommy and daddy, uh, as did Winston. Like, my folks have just gotten a number of animals that they didn't really ask for from my brothers and I. They just take on take ownership. It's like an orphanage out there for, for, for animals. And Tater and Winston, they're both living their best life, life out there. And Tater's just very, again, stoic. Whenever my parents' dog, Ragnar, tries to mess with him, he's just like, he just gives you no reaction, so they just the dog leaves him alone, and Tater and he'll sleep on the dog's bed, little little mat out there, and the dog's like stuck, just sleeping right next to him. And he's like, I'm not moving. Like Tater's a loaf. I would say he's about he's about this guy. Try to get up again. I would say 20 pounds. He's a 20 pound, a big boy, big Tater. Another thing about cats that I think is pretty cool because the moms will get them by their scruff, like they're just chill. You can just hold them like this. It seems like it might hurt, but it's just that's how their moms would carry them around and just look docile. Docile little kitty. All right, now run around here. Great co-hosting job. Anyway, so that's Tater. Tater's the truth. He's so... <laughs> I love that cat. Uh, and then the next gal in my life, she's a cat aficionado as well. And she lives out in Cape Hay. Um, and... She's grown up, say, like, in the barn that her family owns. Hey there. Barn that the family owns. There's always cats. I'd say out there right now, there's no less than 15 cats. They have just claimed this barn as their own, and she grew up uh, saving these cats. They would be, like, find people would drop cats off, or they would just happen to be out there. They live out in the middle of nowhere, and she'd just take care of these cats, raise them a little bit, and then find, find homes for them. And... You can imagine someone who's like sentimental with animals as she is having to get attached to them, give them names, take care of them, just to give them away. Really, that would just tear your heart out. And they had one out there, I forget her name, but this cat just refused to die. She's about 23, had this giant growth on the side of her face just hanging off, but it was benign. 
So it just stood there. It wasn't cancerous or anything. Kitty cat survived that. And then she was, like I said, 23, had mange, super skinny. You could fit your fingers around her spine. Just a really cool uh, mama cat. She passed away, but just the cats out there are survivors. They're just super cool. All of them have just their little personality. You think something so tiny would just be, I don't know, not as interesting or intriguing as they are. And uh, that's how I ended up getting Kit. Kit came to me with the name Tyrion, which is very appropriate, yes. But Tyrion will be her real name. But give her a bunch of nicknames, too. So I, so I definitely enjoyed Kit. Kit is the name of one of the cats in the cat store that I wrote that takes place in winters. It's called Westside Tabbies. If you haven't read it yet, damn it. It's down my Instagram feed, but you can also go to the trialnaren.com, and it's in the Rider Die section. Westside Tabbies. What a uh, outsider's influence story that I just had to write in the first person. Look here, Tappy Cat. And um, yeah, so that's how I got you know, hold this. Took some uh, arm twisting on her end, but eventually I was like, all right, a little responsibility. In my life. my little brother too. He's like, sandwich. You need some responsibility in your life. I'm like fine. So I took the responsibility, and the cat's been pretty sweet ever since. What other names do you have here? Kit Kat, Terrian Flop, Little Kitty, Little LK. But anyways, I would recommend cats to anyone if you're thinking about it. Very low-key, very affectionate. Definitely have to find the right cat, but let them get to know you. And you get to know them. It's just, I don't know, a pretty cool bond with a cat. Very unique compared to dogs. And just depends on the cat you get. Sometimes they're dicks. Sometimes they're fucking awesome. Like this little bastard right here. Right now, she's just super young and curious and just fumbling about, like just looking all over the place. Mm. And one last thing I'd like to say to anybody who is uh, opposed to spay and neutering, thinking that it's uh, um, cruelty to animals, to those of you who believe that, I would invite you to go screw yourself if you think that's the right way to go about things. It is not animal cruelty. And working at a vet clinic in Vacaville for a long time, shout out to Posh Place. If you look at the stats of how many freaking, uh, how many cats that one Tomcat could sire over say five years, even two years, it is in the thousands of how many cats Homeboy could be pumping out. So if you think it's cruel, to spay and neuter, how cruel is it to have thousands of unknown cats roaming about the streets, starving to death, getting whacked, getting run over by cars? If you want an out-of-control pet population, yeah, that's not cruel at all. I'd say spay and neutering is a lesser of two evils. Cat still gets to do the thing. You you spay and neuter them after they're 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 done growing. Say you don't you don't neuter a male cat before they're hitting puberty and the testosterone all the goodness that you get from the testes are pumped through um same with oh she's asleep now same with uh same with um the females so it's just cat care is awesome and then if you ever see a cat on the street and you see their ear is snipped on one end um, one of their ears is just like their tip is snipped that means they are fixed so anyways shout out to cats cat people are they weird? Yeah, sure. I mean, I know I've been a weird guy my entire life, but now even more so with the cat. And here, I want to even show you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the tap. I'm just going to give you a little 
A little video here. Look at me all sweaty. I am here. Hey, kitty. Hey, kitty. Very good. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, to this incoherent rambling. Wasn't the most thought-out show, but I don't give a damn. It's all about cats and introducing the the newest co-host to the tap. Little kit. Little kit cat. All right, you guys. Go pet a cat. I love you. Bye-bye. You lose! Good day, sir!